Welcome back to the My Sister Knows Why podcast. This week, I don't know what we're talking about. Let's feed your brains. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Hey, Ange. Um, yeah, I don't know what we're talking about. We'll get into that. Um, we, we did a little switch up because we did. Claude's I am a little busy. Very busy. And I'm not. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. Ange is going to have the pleasure of doing introducing two weeks in a row. our topic. Ready to, ready to hear it? Let's get right into it. Today, we're talking about what is the difference between astronomy and astrology? That's a good question. Right? Do you know the answer? Um, no. It's okay, I'll tell you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you, so astrology, you know, is about like your sign and your horoscope. Yeah. What's astronomy? Astronomy is about the stars. I'm going to get into it. Okay. <laughs> Do you know your sign? I'm a Gemini. Nice. <laughs> so Geminis are from May 21st to June 20th. Yep. And I went to astrology.com. Nice. And I got some little... Uh, facts little facts about gemini's apparently i'm two-faced really well yeah you're you're i'm like, like the symbol twins. is the twins yeah yeah um so this is according to debbie stapleton from astrology.com got it <laughs> gemini's love to talk and have conversations you are intellectually inclined and probing people and places in search of information and you love to share this information with other people hence the conversations there's more there's more okay you're okay. bright quick-witted and the life of the party and you have a surplus of information are you done yeah every single one of those is not me <laughs> like none of those absolutely zero of those apparently are me. i think gemini's are supposed to be creative as well okay i'll take like that you're a creative uh, yeah. person <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that was very very inaccurate inaccurate yeah. to me do you know anyone who like does astrology um None of my close friends, I don't think. They're, like, really into, like, astrology. Yeah. I knew one girl who was, like, I'm not going to oh tell, God, say her where I know her from, yeah. but she was very into very astrology, into and she, like, one of the first things she asked me was, like, what's your sign? Yeah. Which is, like, oh, okay. I know, well, I know my one friend, um, she's like that with, like, significant others. She's, oh, like, she's, like, weary oh, about, like, she isn't, she isn't. It's just one of those things where it's like, oh, they're, they're, they're a Leo. Yeah. They're a cancer. You like, right. gotta beware of those. But yeah. Yeah. So I'm an Aries. Um, which You're such an Aries. <laughs> I'm such an Aries, <laughs> which is from March 21st to April 19th. Nice. So Debbie says that Aries are leaders of the pack and first in line to get things going. Um, but Aries prefer to initiate rather than complete tasks. Oh. Yeah. They're also not ones to shy away from a new situation and they have a fearless trek into the unknown. And Aries have lots of energy and dynam dynamism. Like being dynamic. Dynamism. Dynamism. Uh, that sounds pretty accurate. Really? Because I have like, I call it first anxiety. It's not really a thing. I just kind of coined no, the term. we've talked about this before. I yeah. don't like going into places first. But you Store. will. I will if I have to. Like, but like if I'm with my group of friends, I'll get to the door first because I like like I'm usually at the front of the yeah. group. But then I'm like, okay, someone else has to go yeah. in first. Yeah. I don't like going into things first. But you seem like where you're comfortable, you're a leader. If I'm comfortable, but I don't like the unknown. 
Oh, was that a was that a thing? Yeah, my fearless trek into the unknown. Oh yeah. yeah. Um yeah, I've also heard that Aries can be very chaotic people. You're like, oh, you're an Aries, oh, you're chaotic. Life of the party. Like, well, no, you're the life <laughs> of the party. Apparently, Gemini's are. Do I know any other Gemini's? Probably. Sorry if you're one of my friends and you're a Gemini. Yeah. So there's like there's a chance that you at least like identify with one thing in in your like horoscope description or your sign description. There's probably more, and also like this is this is just according to Debbie, right? Someone else right. could interpret Absolutely. Gemini as differently yeah. than Debbie has. <laughs> um, Can't just follow Debbie, right? So I do want to like put it out there that I'm not putting down anyone who like believes in astrology and like actively follows it like if you're not harming other people you do you do what you want when you want to um i'm just here to talk about the difference between astrology and astronomy and uh, who knew there was a difference (laughs) there is a difference um yeah my thing because i there's um cosmopolitan right which is like a magazine yeah company um they do like horoscopes every so often and I like, you know, I check in um, and I feel like, first of all, it's so confusing to read because it's like your son water sign is blah, blah, blah. I'm like, <laughs> excuse me. I'm just a Gemini. <laughs> I'm just a Gemini. Um, um. But then when I'm reading them, I feel like all of them are the same, just interpreted differently. Like I could relate myself to every single other sign. Right. But it's just. Yeah. It's interesting reading them. Mm-hmm. Let's get into the difference between astrology and astronomy. So this is based on information from the American Astronomical Society, or the AAS. What? The noise, the volume in this bus is Is astronomical. astronomical. Um, Okay. Astronomy is a science. Remember this. Got it. That studies everything outside of the Earth's atmosphere. Astrology. So, We're talking about astrology. No, astronomy. astronomy. Can you pay attention? Like um, pastrami. No. Pastrami. That's a meat. Yeah. Astronomy is the science that studies everything outside of the Earth's atmosphere. So anything in outer space. Example, stars, planets, galaxies, Moons. celestial beings, yeah. as well as uh, the properties and the relationships that the celestial body, so anything in outer space, yeah. have with one another. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so they get this information based on researching and observing data through like telescopes and satellites. Mm-hmm. Astrology is the belief that the positions of the stars and planets affect people's moods, personality, and the environment, and also the way events occur and play out on Earth. So not science. No. That's so what it's I'm just hearing. a belief that the w- how the stars and the planets are aligned mm-hmm. can affect things like on earth okay. yeah like Not your earth mood, but like your character yeah. your personality events yeah yeah so that's basically the question <laughs> thanks for listening <laughs> <laughs> just kidding so now you like do you even know how astrology works astrology absolutely not no everything's okay. confusing to me but that's what i'm gonna go into is. the basics of astrology researching this i was a tad bit confused (laughs) but i'm gonna try to lay it out um as logically as possible yes so astrology is based on the zodiac have you heard that before the zodiac not the zodiac killer (laughs) uh the answer is no then (laughs) okay so some people yeah they talk about like the zodiac so the zodiac is a belt this was described oh i got this from uh britannica britannica yeah i got this from britannica or maybe astrology.com. 
Maybe both. Either one. Pretend it's <laughs> a little bit more, you know, information-based. That's like an encyclopedia. Do you yeah. Know yeah, yeah, yeah. So they described it as the zodiac being a belt of the heavens, which includes all apparent positions of the sun, moon, and familiar planets. And then this area is divided into 12 equal divisions. So Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. And these are often called houses. Oh, interesting. Okay. That's important for later. Got it. So each house is basically assigned several departments of human life or like qualities, characteristics, like physical things such as like wealth it's or marriage. Like kind of. <laughs> <laughs> and when the plant like when a planet falls into a particular house, mm-hmm. um, it's said to influence that particular matter. So if like Jupiter is in or oh what planet was it? Maybe it was Jupiter. If Jupiter falls within like Aries, then like something may switch your wealth. Yeah. Right. So remember, this is all based on our, us looking at the sky. So the sky doesn't rotate around us, right? Yeah. We yeah. rotate around, around the, the sun sky. and the other planets. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we rotate around the sun and the other planets rotate around us and yeah. the sun. So obviously their position in the sky is going to change. Mm-hmm. And when it moves to different places in the sky, these pe- people are making like predictions. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the titillating tidbit I have is that. Oh, wait. Ready? Ready. Titillating tidbit. There's actually 13 signs. So remember how I said there's 12 equal divisions? Oh, yeah. There's actually yeah. 13. So who's the, who's the missing one? So the person that's left out. Sagittarius. No. Dang it's it. No, it's just like. Um, oh, it's not even like. It's a. Th- uh, it's Okay, it's. O-P-H-I-U-C-H-U-S. Yes. The serpent bearer. Yep. Um, and that over time, like, so how did we just miss a sign, right? Yeah. But over time, as the earth wobbles, it shifts the astrological sun a little bit. Okay. So the sun doesn't just stay in the same position yeah, it moves throughout a time, bit. right? Like, yeah. we wobble, things change. Um, so every sign is technically shifted a bit because there's technically another in the sign. Sky. Yeah, right? in the sky. Okay. So and the the like signs are um, constellations, yeah, basically. Yeah. Right. So the person who kind of like came up with you know like not person but like who the person who is like kind of credited with for like like signs and myth- yeah. both mostly mythology as well. Yeah. Right. Because each sign is based like the twins. There's Greek mythology and Roman mythology based on the twins, mm-hmm. and that's how you kind of get. The, like, different names of the signs. Oh, okay. So the guy who did this, his name was Claudius. Hey. No, Claudius. I said Claudius. <laughs> um, I think it's pronounced Ptolemy, but it's P-T-O-L-E-M-Y. I think the P is silent. Yeah, Ptolemy sounds right. Was aware of this when he, like, established the modern That there astronomy. were 13? That there were 13. Okay. But he was just was like, mm, I'm just going to leave him nah. out because, like, 12 is better. Too hard to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. there's just 13 signs and sometimes, but we've known this forever since like the 1930s. That there were 13. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's uh, 13 signs. You're welcome. So if you have a tattoo of your sign, it's wrong. It's wrong. How do you feel about (laughs) that? If you have a tattoo of all the signs, you're You're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So now I'm going to describe 
um, astrology a little bit more. Okay. This is from Britannica. Okay. In astrology, there's a horoscope. You've heard of horoscopes, right? Yes. So a horoscope is used to provide information about the present and predict events to come, as well as, like, say how your personality is shifting. Things like that. Um, So a horoscope is used to analyze the character and predict the future. And this is based on the belief that each celestial body has its own mythological character, which is changed or modified based on the geometric relationship with other like planets, which is the changing of the, which is like shifting. We rotate around the sun. Um, So wherever these planets are situated in the sky at any given moment, that's how you get like a new horoscope every day because things are always moving. Yeah. So it's always shifting. So here's my horoscope from yesterday. So ready. I took, I think I got, no, I definitely got this from astrology.com. I got my daily horoscope. (laughs) So this time of year helps you reestablish a connection with your core identity, Aries. You've made great progress so far in refreshing your sense of self for the year ahead. Magnetic Venus departs from your sign and moves forward into earthy Taurus today, where she'll work on attracting beneficial opportunities that help boost your finances and attract others to your skill sets from now through May 8th. Like, what was the whole Mercury, Venus? Right? Who? What? Why? What does that even mean? Yeah. So notice how it mentions magnetic Venus, how yeah. it departs from my sign and moves towards Earth Taurus. So is that the things moving in the sky? Yeah. Okay. Basically, it moves a certain amount of degrees. Yeah. And and that's why you get like it's moving to Taurus. Because remember oh. when I listed them, it goes Aries, Taurus, yeah. I think Gemini. Yeah, I think I was third. Yeah. Um, wow. So yeah, that's how, an example of how it's using the positions of the planets to like make a prediction. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So here's your horoscope. Oh, here for we go. Gemini ready for the same day. A shift is stirring in the air today, Gemini. Bond building Venus is departing from her stay in the hyperactive Aries and is moving uh-huh. forward into peace seeking Taurus, where she'll stay until May eighth. This transition finds you moving inward and away from excessive social involvement. Your values are beginning to shift towards prioritizing alone time, recuperation, and reconnecting with your own version of spirituality. Okay. Which I feel like you could read that and be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm finishing exams. I'm going to recuperate and... Alone time. But at the same time, time, I feel like anyone could relate to that. Exactly. (laughs) And same with yours. Like, I couldn't personally relate to it. But I feel like other non-Aries people would be like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, that that was your Mm -hmm. horoscope. Um, so then I went to horoscopes.lovetoknow.com. Okay. Oh, is this is this our love life? No. Oh. <laughs> so this is when I learned more about like um, bond building Venus or magnetic oh, Venus. Like what that means. Yeah. So this is like more detail of astrology. So there are glyphs or like symbols, mm-hmm. like hieroglyphics, like, yeah, but not hieroglyphics. Yeah. <laughs> Just glyphs. Yeah. That correspond to different aspects of astrology. Okay. So such as like the zodiac signs, the planets, um, and there are also keywords that are associated with each planet, um, like sign and house. Remember, they're kind of the same and major. They call them aspects. Which I was like, what does this even mean? Yeah. And the aspects are used when you're reading like an astrological chart. So it's basically the degree each planet is away from each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. So at like as they rotate around the sun. Mm -hmm. So the major aspects are conjunction, sextile, square, trine, and opposition. Yeah. Right? Sounds about right. (laughs) I mean... 
So I can't question it. And each of like conjunction would have several keywords associated with it. Yeah. And same with like trine or square. Um, and then, so f- for like an example, the trine aspects are 120 degrees and it's considered to be the luckiest aspect as the trine angle set up the perfect pathway for energy to travel. Okay. So when it says like the trine aspects are 120 degrees, I think it means that if a planet is 120 degrees from another planet, then it's in the trine aspect. Oh. I think that's how it works. Um, I yeah. could be wrong. If you're an astrology expert, yeah, let us, us know. So want an example of like a reading of an astrological chart? Yes. Okay. Here it comes. So a woman has a Capricorn sun in the fourth house square, her moon in Aries in an eighth house. And I got that directly off of horoscopes.lovetoknow.com. Oh, okay. Okay. So what does it mean? So horoscopes.lovetoknow.com told me that it means they use um, specific, like some keywords from Mm -hmm. each of those things. So you could interpret this woman's horoscope as... The woman's sense of self, which would come from the sun, oh, okay, um, depends on being part of traditional, which comes from Capricorn, family, which comes from fourth. So a woman's sense of self, self depends on being part of a traditional family, but that is challenged, which comes from the square, by her mother's, which is moon, secret, which is eighth, eighth house actions, which is comes from Aries. So each like part of that sentence came from the different like original things. So do you want me to read you like the actual translation? Sure. Yeah. So the woman's sense of self depends on being part of traditional family, but that is challenged by her mother's secret actions. So it's pretty much like a different language. Yeah. kind. Yeah. And so and you wow. just like interpret it. So wow. son. So sense of self came from the sun's keywords but there's multiple different keywords for sun it could be like um, okay yeah i could give you an example so for sun the keywords that horoscopes.lovetoknow.com gave me are sense of self life vitality purpose and aspiration so really that whole translation could be translated differently completely differently it's based on how whoever like, like puts it together and interprets it like chooses whatever keywords they're going to use oh yeah for, so if, for example we'll do mars since i'm aries mars is associated wait, with wait, 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 wait how does that relate to each other um <laughs> <laughs> just like i'm gonna do mars since you know i'm aries i'm pretty sure mars is associated with aries oh okay i think so sure i think aries is the not I think it's spelled differently, but Aries is the Roman god of Mars. war. No, okay. war. And it's associated with Mars. Mars. Yeah. Whereas, like, the god of death, is, I think it's Pluto. I think it's Hades. Yeah. yeah. No, that's I, Greek. Yeah. S- something like that, yeah. That's like, I think that's something different. <laughs> but Mars, the keywords associated with it are drive, vitality, actions, and assertion. So you so you get very so see how remember in the the different language yeah it was like eighth house Aries yeah so the word they chose from that was actions yeah so but there was there's other words that could be taken yeah from so that. it could have been but that is challenged by her mother's secret drive 
or oh. vitality. Okay. Yeah. Or it didn't even have to be secret. It could be that secret was um, associated with eighth house. Mm-hmm. So eighth house could be legacies or sex. Oh, oh. scandalous. Scandaloso. That's really cool, actually. Yeah. So it's literally... And then, of course, they get, like, how do they get, like, Capricorn, Sun, and Fourth House? Yeah. They're literally reading a chart of, like, where the planets are on a specific, like, area in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So that's how they get, like, Capricorn or Gemini, mm-hmm. right? And then they just or match like up the keywords. Seventh House. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's, I think, basically how astrology works. I couldn't question you. I believe every single second of it. Okay, so the history of astrology and astronomy. Now you may be thinking, like, why is there two different things? Like, why do we have astrology and then why do we have astronomy? Yeah, well, because they're different. They're different, but (laughs) basically they're actually the same thing. For centuries, we believed that astrology and astronomy were, like, basically the same thing. Mm -hmm. So looking into the sky and recording positions and recording data and observing... Mm -hmm was associated with how do those positions affect things on earth oh yeah this changed when sir isaac newton did some sciencey stuff he discovered what did he discover isaac newton yeah uh gravity nice nice it is gravity (laughs) so when he discovered gravity he also did some mathematical calculations in the sky yeah and showed us that the sky is basically a calculator And he applied it to our planets and it started a new scientific approach to studying the sky. And that's when we kind of realized, like, the positions don't do anything on Earth. And that's when we started to see a branch of, like, the belief that the positions of the planets change things on Earth. And then, like, like, actual actual looking at the stars and stuff like that. Um, But humans have a really long history of looking up into the sky in order to predict things. So it makes sense that, right, because if you look at, I should explain that more. (laughs) So farmers used the moon to the moon cycles, you know how Yeah, like cycles. Full moon, yeah. Crescent. Harvest moon, whatever, to determine when to harvest crops. Mm-hmm. Um ancient Egyptians used the moon to predict when the Nile would flood. Oh my which goodness. would change how they like do farming and stuff. Because it would flood every year. That's why the game is called Harvest Moon. Yeah, because you're like harvesting things <laughs> moon cycles. Learning so many things today. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> yep. So we've used the sky to do stuff and it makes sense that like looking up at the sky actually does like it does change things but there's now a scientific explanation for why when the moon's at a certain position the nile floods yeah it's not just like oh oh it's it happened that time of year again (laughs) yeah (laughs) so does astrology actually work no no but even though so even though it's based on some mathematical calculations because like you are looking at the positions of the planets relative to each other and like checking the degrees away Mm -hmm. like that's mathematical does it actually like mean anything no (laughs) (laughs) so there's no proof that the movement of the earth relative to other celestial objects influences events or people's like personality or characters Mm -hmm. on earth so for example peter hartman and his colleagues looked at looked for any sort of correlation between birth date and personality in over 4,000 individuals, but they could not find any correlation at all. Mm -hmm. And then another researcher named Sean Carlson actually published this in Nature, which is a pretty well-known scientific journal. And he had astrologers make 
predictions um, and then tested the accuracy of those mm-hmm. predictions. And he found that the astrologers were no better at predicting events than like random chance. Oh, so okay. maybe they predicted one event. Yeah. But you also can, can also predict things hand, due yeah. to random chance. So mm-hmm. that kind of shows that there's no proof that it actually changes things. But hey, if you follow it and it makes you happy and you're not harming anyone, it's fine. It. Yeah. So why like why do people even believe in astrology if it's been proven that it's not a science and mm-hmm. it doesn't actually work? Um, it basically comes down to human psychology. So there's something called confirmation bias. Have you heard of confirmation bias before? I have not. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's when an individual will search for, interpret, or favor information in a way that confirms or supports their prior beliefs. It's kind of like religion. Yeah, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) So if you read a description of a sign, such as like like a Gemini being creative, you're probably going to think like, oh, I'm creative. Like that, like I identify Mm -hmm. with that. So like, oh, it it, it does work. Yeah. Um, But... But you also know that you are cre- you were creative before, like, reading yeah. what your sign is. Yeah. Um, or if a horoscope tells you that you're going to start doing well or, like, start a new project, mm-hmm. um, you might be like, oh, yeah. like Actively I- looking for. Yeah, like, actively looking like, oh, I am starting a new one. Yeah. But the odds are that since you're already a creative person, you probably, you probably already have projects yeah. on the yeah. go. And, like, you probably have to start a new one soon. So, like, it's based on... You know, like you're just searching for things that are like, oh, yeah, like that confirms what I believe about Mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. So there's also something called a placebo effect, which I think we've talked about Um, before. I don't know. Briefly. But this is what basically when individuals believe that a useless method or action actually makes them feel better. Yeah. Um, So even if astrology doesn't work, it can make people feel better by following the advice a horoscope may give them Mm -hmm. because it kind of gives you some structure into your life. And they're like, oh, like. It gives them, like, if your horoscope tells you to start looking more positively at things, you might take that as a sign to be like, oh, maybe, yeah. like, I am a really negative person. I, I should try being more positive. And it's like, I'm sure some are motivational as well. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it may help them feel better because it may give them that push to actually start doing something. Yeah. Yeah. And, again, I'm just, I'm not trying to say that anyone's <laughs> wrong or that you're believing in some mumbo-jumbo, but um though those are the facts that i found those are the facts and just uh, honestly do what makes you happy if you like astrology go for it i feel like it's my guilty pleasure yeah it is fun my, i have a friend who um doesn't believe in astrology mm-hmm. but she downloaded an app oh what's it called it's called something but it's like an a horoscope app yeah and you can link up with other friends and get horoscopes for each other like oh based on like your interactions with each other yeah so she has it she tried to convince me to download it. i was like i'm not putting this on my no. phone no but she has it and her boyfriend has it so they read their like couple um nice. horoscope every day and it's just it's fun to do yeah and just see like oh what what am i up to this, <laughs> this month <laughs> what am i gonna do this month yeah um I thought it was funny. The first time I heard about astrology was I was at a camp for girl guides and I was, I think we were like about to go to sleep or maybe we weren't, I don't know, but we were in our tent and the girl goes, I guess they were talking, I just zoned out for this part of the conversation, but they were talking about their signs and she's like, I'm cancer. Oh no. I'm a cancer. (laughs) And I'm, I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't know what was happening. And then like several minutes later me just being confused mm-hmm. they're like oh what sign are you i'm like i don't know <laughs> and they're like well what 
like when when's your birthday yeah. yeah and then they're so i said may 28th and they're like oh like you're a gemini i'm like okay okay and then it you, wasn't until <laughs> it really wasn't until probably i like several weeks later that i was like oh a cancer is a sign <laughs> nice so confused i was i was like 12 or something i don't know yeah but yeah yeah astrology yeah i used to watch not i guess watch this the cosmo snapchat i just stopped them because yeah. they were very bad but like i would like check out my horoscope just seeing like what was up but uh yeah there's I also, also oh go ahead no you go ahead i oh, i no, also sorry. like the go meme. ahead wait okay go ahead i also like the <laughs> the memes of like um oh this is what an aries would do just like stuff like that i think it's funny but I'm always annoyed because you can only post 10, um, like, photos or videos on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And so Gemini's never included in there. So I'm like, well, now I have to go to their page and actively look for this. See the other posts. But, yeah. Yeah. Let us know your sign. Yeah, what's your sign? Do you do you think it matches you? No. Because apparently it's what Andrew said. It doesn't for me. It might. Kind of disappointed. No. I'm sure you could look up a definition of a Gemini and find something that you identify with. Yeah. There's also um the Chinese zodiac signs that there's um, what? That are associated with like Chinese New Year. You know how oh. each year it's like the year of the ram or the year, of the, the year of the dragon. Yeah. Um but I think that's a little bit different. I'd have to maybe do it That's a episode. whole other episode. Okay. Let's wrap um, this up. Yeah. What are we talking about next week? I'm going to be talking about phobias, like the most common ones. Nice. And why why they exist. Why? Where they come from. Why, phobia? Where they go. Where they come from, Cotton Eye <laughs> Follow us on our Instagram at... My sister knows why, no spaces, no nothing. Um, Follow us on the podcast platforms. You know the ones. All of them. Your favorite one. Uh, every single one of them. You, do you use multiple podcast platforms? No, I use Google Podcasts. Same, I only use one. But I use Spotify to promote because I know most people use either Spotify or Apple. Uh, I see. Okay, well, those shout out Spotify three. listeners. Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for joining. Yep. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Adios. Smooth.